Welcome to Burning Metal Metal Sessions. What's up, y'all? This is your host and Forge Master, G Metal. We're going to have a spicy forge today with all the flames being fun and all that. Guess what? The forge today, the metal, the steel we choose to bend is cancel culture and what it stands for. We're going to do the good. We're going to do the bad. And we're going to do the ugly truth. The truth is, it's not always bad. not always good. But let's jump into it. You know what I'm saying? G-Metal's ready for this. And we're going to be talking about cancel culture, good, bad, and the ugly. Let's start it out with the good. We're going to be talking about the good side of cancel culture and what it can show us. You know, it's not always bad. Let's do the good side. Now, for the good side of cancel culture, it's hard to come up with them because it's been so negative and everyone who pushes it is mindlessly doing it now and they're not actually looking at the ups and downs and what it could happen, right? So there's that. But the good, the positive effects of cancel culture. We all know celebrities tend to, uh, how do I say this? Take advantage of their situation in many ways. And it's not fair, honestly. But, 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 right? If we're talking cancel culture, we're talking about creativity. We got to think of it like, how do I say this? If someone does something out of bounds, I don't think at any point, unless it's illegal, granted, or it goes against company policies, but you should lose a job. But it's not bad for a group of people to say, yo, I don't, I don't vibe with that, right? You just got to keep on doing what you do. Like if you work for Disney, you have to understand Disney has a policy, set policy. Is it hypocritical? Sure, it's hypocritical to its own standards but does it but if you violate it you do have to face the consequences of that hypocrisy sometimes so in all fairness cancel culture is good in weeding out people who as it doesn't think like you because that's what's happened that's the that's a negative part that we'll talk more into but a positive thing it's it weeds out people who think they can say whatever they want about consequence because that's a bad thing saying words and things just to be a troll or something like that yo, that's messed up like your words have power you should treat your words like they have power not like it's a it's an axe just throwing around all the time and people can take it but again your words have consequences and your position and your job would d- dictate what's appropriate to your job comedians they will always have a little bit more leeway because the com the comedians to me a comedian is someone who uses good and bad stuff and talks talks about it and because we in america we live in such a heavily racial culture racial jokes exist because of that if we didn't we wouldn't use them if they didn't have any power we would never say them but because they have power and because they exist we have to acknowledge it also on on the on the hand of cancer culture we talk about words but you know what fans have the power to go on social media one way and on another cancer culture also exists with your wallet you don't buy the stuff people have right if you don't like a creator don't buy their stuff cancer culture works in that in that way as well don't buy it don't look at it it's perfect clean crisp and you get your point across because you know what that's the beauty you get your point across star wars fans were very upset with what was happening with star wars i was one of those fans guess what han solo did terrible didn't make any money back and people just didn't buy the toys or nothing because you gotta remember something like disney needs you to buy toys go watch the movie a thousand times and buy all the like little nifty stuff that comes with it but guess what star wars fans boycotted that boycotts and cancel culture is the same exact. The problem is cancel culture is a more extreme version right now. 
right? But we get to choose of our wallets to do this. And these are the positive things, right? It's not a lot of positive because as of right now, it's a more negative. And we're about to jump into negative stuff. So here we go. Negativity. The slice of life everyone loves to hate. So here we go. Creators are less creative nowadays. Why? Because cancel culture will come after your neck when you decide to do anything creative, you know? And the thing is, a lot of people like to hide um, bad decisions into creative risk when anyone could have told you that was a dumb idea. So right now, what is happening? DC's thinking of rebooting Superman with Calvin Ellis, right? Number one. Calvin Ellis has no real following or fan base. And everyone says they're a fan of Calvin Ellis. Guess what? You're like one of 10 people that like the character in comparison to Clark Kent Superman. In fact, he's Clark Kent, just different skin color. That's all he is. Oh, and he's based off President Obama. So, might as well just get Obama to play Superman at that point, right? What if you were going to introduce a black Superman? Number one, I wouldn't reboot the entire series. Nor would I tell you to get rid of Clark Kent. What you do is you keep Clark Kent so regular fans understand who Clark Kent is. And then you bring in Val Zod. A Superman with his own story, his own personality, and his own upbringing. That's different. Val Zod's a great character. Creative. Young. Like, he's not a caricature of anything. He's not based off anything of a real person. He is a character that fits within his own mold. But guess what? They're not going to use him because he's too easy to write for. Now, we need the Obama Superman. Because we want the Boy Scout role, but for the black Superman. When every character you're putting on screen needs to have a different personality. For whatever reason, people don't understand that. But, again, less creative. Also, people will take less risk with those toys. Right? And when I say less risk, this is what I say. This is what I mean. mean. I mean, when I'm making a story, you might not put a character... Of another race that you don't belong to right now. Because why would you want that hassle? Why would you want the hassle of someone saying. That's not how a Hispanic person. Or a black person. Or uh, a person from this country. Or a person from here, 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 here. Why would you do that? Why would you try to challenge that aspect of that? When you could simply just write a simple story. Where everyone looks like they all come from the same place. Not saying everyone does that. But really, um, a thing about cancel culture is they eat themselves. So at one point, right, you're going to have a guy who has a tweet when he's like 10 years ago or when he was a ninth grader. He's going to say some bad stuff, right? He'll say some bad stuff and stuff. He'll say some bad stuff and shit. But then, let's, he's, a, he's a decent person, right? Good dude. They ask him to apologize. And he's like, yeah, I was like, what? 14 when I said that? Apologize. You know what? So he gives some um, apology. Five years later, they want to do it again. And then again. And then again. It's like a power play more than anything else. We need you to apologize a thousand times. Like what happened to Kevin Hart? He apologized once already for what he put out there. It was jokes. And that's it. There's jokes from 10 years that happened. And he apologized for them already. And there was a tweet for that. Kevin Hart made the point to say, if you found the tweets I've said about that, then find the tweet I said I apologized for already. Have I apologized? I'm not doing it. Right? He had all the right to say all of that. And guess what? He quote unquote still got canceled because he didn't want to apologize the fifth time already. It's dumb. It's stupid. Leave people alone. Creators, comedians, everything. Writers, everything. You don't need to do this. That's not metal to do. Listen, 
hold people accountable for everything they say. Sure, don't get me wrong. But understand, people grow, people change, people take less risk. In fact, let's put it like this. When you're a small-time creator and you're not big, big, you're not the biggest you could be, guess what's going to happen? You're going to do some stuff so people start getting to know you better, right? It's a calculated risk. As you say something outlandish or wild because that. I try not to do that because I don't want to be inflammatory. I want to be someone who talks about the passions he, he loves, someone, but I just dislike cancel culture for this reason. Yes. Do you have to hold people accountable for what they say? Sure. Hold them accountable. Make them apologize. Whatever. But what? You, but treat them as they've been moving for the past year or two years. Don't look at 10 years from the past and be like, yo, that was you 10 years ago. Look at them today, right? Look at them how they move today. Who are they helping? What are they doing? What kind of movies are they in? What kind of help are they doing for other people? Who, who, what are their motives and plans? Who? Who, what is their personality like, right? Now, not 10 years ago. Because if they haven't said in the past five to six years, 10 years ago, they only said it once 10 years ago, then it's clearly not indicative of their personality or their, their belief system. Because if it, something's indicative of your belief system, guess what? You're going to say it a lot more than just once. Or twice, right? I always say there's one thing about words that people say you can't use. You always use it once. You know why? Because people say you can't say it. So of every way I've ever heard in my life, I've used it once at least. That's just because I feel like I want to say it once. No matters. No, no, no intention of did to say the word once and like not say it. Listen, I understand people don't want to hear words that they don't uh, use to press them a couple times. Fair enough. I'm not going to use that against you. But don't come after people that do that shit. It's a rough time. People are trying to stand out. And if what you're doing is getting people to be quote-unquote controversial just to stick out in negative press, don't get don't get it twisted. All your favorite artists, creators, and writers have done it. Why? To get a name recognition. And it's stupid. Why go after them, right? And a big thing, right? A big thing overall that really bugs me when it comes to writers and content creators is representation overall. Representation beats bad writing. Representation beats bad sales, everything. Why? Because companies can have their woke quota, their greatness instilled in them. Listen, make a good story because the main character is someone of color and not a, a white man does not make the story better instantly and does not mean the writer attempted to write a better story. All it means is that you just change the skin color of the character and potentially, I don't know, that's it. That's all that really means actually. Think of it like this. To have the best story you can have, you need to be able to push a good story. You need to be able to take a risk or two. You know? Cliffhangers. Stuff like that. And if you're too worried about killing off a character because of some representational issue or something, then don't make them in the story, right? That's it. Do not let representation take over and be the catalyst and shield of bad writing. Bad writing is what makes stories disappear. Overall, people will always understand bad writing's bad. All I can really say is this. It's if you want good writing and you want great representation, great. But don't don't call something people love because it doesn't have... Like, because the thing about cancel culture is this. You talk about bad writing versus good writing, right? But what would happen is a, sto a story, like, it's very popular, like something like The Mandalorian, and then they'll start, like, complaining about... Oh, there's not a black character. Oh, but there's not a minority character. Like, just leave the show alone. Like, really? Are you really upset that there's not a certain color of character or a certain type of person? That's the problem. We have to look at it from a point of view that is something of a thing that 
cannot happen without this, right? And I'm just thinking along the lines of like, listen, a story is a story that the writer wants to write. When you think about anime and manga, for the most part, they actually follow this rule. They don't put anything they don't want to put in. There's no reason to put in something else in. And they know who they're writing to. Oda, who writes One Piece, right? He, as openly stated before, he writes for Shonen Jump. Shonen Jump is targeted at young boys from like 13 to like 18. And this right here is the big key right here, okay? The big key is this. Know who you're writing to. Write your story. Whatever you get is what you get. Because what you have from cancer culture people is they make a story, tell you if you don't like it, then you're a sexist, racist, or something like that, right? Then, turn around once the story doesn't sell well and say that because of misogyny, the story didn't sell. You can't, you can't have your cake, you need it too. People won't buy the stuff you like. Stop trying to be mean to people. Right? Stop trying to be a dick. Cancel culture has ruined a lot of creativity because it's gone unchecked. There's, there needs to be some form of like evidence or some kind of like line, right? But there hasn't been. And people just pushing the line to see where eventually it stops. And I think that's a big issue. No, okay, so the ugly truth about cancer culture. Here's the ugly truth about cancer culture. Good and the bad. Both exist. Though I went on more about the bad than the good. The good's also important. Right? You don't want, you don't want an R. Kelly situation to pop up. You don't want anything like that to happen. That's terrible. But then in the same sense, you don't want, uh, what consistently happens. Right? You can talk about the whole Gina Carano situation. It's super hypocritical of what Disney does and what everyone does and everything they say. But guess what? It's what happens. Disney fires people for less. So you can expect that. But then people demand good TV or good stories. And I expect the biggest problem with cancel culture is it, if left unchecked, it expects people to be perfect. It expects people to not be people, to not grow, to not take advantage of things, to not be bad, to not be good. It expects you to be a saint your entire life without anything. Because one person's slurs another person's word that they could use when they when uh when they were growing up or one person's outlook on life that may be considered wrong over here is what they grew up on people change and evolve all the time i'm not even saying in a bad or good way but people change and evolve all the time and because people don't live your life experience they will never truly understand how to make you happy and appease you without never offending you because cancel culture is about never offending people now what it could be about hey you, you stepped out of line right now, okay? Normally, I'm not going to step, you know, I'm not going to step to this, but you stepped out of line. Here's a check. Just try to be better at this, right? And I think a lot of people can agree to that. Like I said, our, our Kelly situation, there's a bunch of other situations like Weinstein, where like, yo, you stepped out of line like a million times. What are you trying to do? I mean, listen, cancel culture has a place in our society. It's called checking people, not making them lose a job, not trying to rewrite someone's entire comic or story not trying to get someone listen at the end of the day this whole thing is a ridiculous statement to say because kevin hunt was a perfect example kevin hunt was a dude who said a joke 10 years ago this dude's trying to help everyone out he's trying to push his friends he's trying to put more people on right he's helping a bunch of creators help move forward and a lot of those creators are minority creators what happens he says one thing 10 years he says a couple things 10 years ago he apologized already before that then they asked him to do it again. Kevin Hart is the poster child of why cancel culture is terrible. One thing happens years before. He gets to a certain level of success. Then guess what? He's put on some like magic pedestal that he's now a perfect human being. That he hasn't made mistakes. That he hasn't said jokes that water bounds. Comedians make jokes out of bounds all the time. That's their job. Their job is to do that. 
That's why we like comedians. Because they'll say jokes that's out of bounds. In 10 years from now, there's going to be like a group of people who are going to try to cancel everyone that made jokes about white people. And all the white people jokes. Because we're allowed to make fun of white people all this time. It's just a fact, right? And it's just it's just what happens. And a couple of people couple of years people can get offended that this happened to this group of people and now they're gonna stand up and stand up for it it's why this is america this is what we do we stand up for what we think is injustice and that's the beauty of america stand up for your injustice but never push so hard that when the blowback does come back to you it will destroy you be creative go out there and create be metal and just go out there and create the best you can forge your path not with weak iron but with solid positivity right positivity push forward if you try to live a life of controversy and a life of this and that, it's going to bite you back in the ass. It's going to. You'll never walk away from that scotch-free. Let's get that straight. And at the end of the day, what matters is being the best creator you can be. No one wants to see the favorite creator go on a downfall because of some stupid joke or because people took something he said out of context. Literally, context is the thing. It's a victim of cancer culture. No matter how you look at it, context is the victim of is the victim of cancel culture, and people would would ignore context if it suits them. But hey, that's what it is. Welcome. I'm, I'm glad if anyone enjoyed this episode of Metal Sessions. I know it's a little bit ranty, a little bit of preachy, but you know, I had to be said. A lot of people have been talking about this, that, and the third, and you know, people just keep on talking about putting into perspective. Keep your context up, guys. Love the people. Who, if you love this show, go on my social medias. Go everywhere. Where I got some really great. Content content coming to you guys pretty soon i got a friend coming on in a couple weeks it's gonna be a fun episode of trayvon copeland on there we got a couple we have an interview or two coming on it's gonna be fun i can't wait stay metal